the door opens when the divorce happens. And then all of a sudden you're independent now and you have that opportunity. Some people take it and some people sadly don't take it. The people that take it really create beautiful things out of their lives. They have better relationships with their children, with friends. There's, you know, there's a lot of positivity in a negative situation. Hey, midlifers, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I hope you had a great weekend. I personally had a fun weekend exploring Devil's Tower National Monument. And today I am driving the RV, a.k.a. Felicia, to Grand Teton National Park. This will be my first time to Grand Teton, so I'm excited to see it and hopefully not run into too many bears. (laughs) I do have my bear spray, so I'm prepared if I meet Smokey the Bear. I must say that I thoroughly enjoy working from home and that my home has wheels. It's been so nice to drive across the country, see the national parks, meet cool people, go hiking, and record this podcast all along the way. When I was hiking in South Dakota uh, last week, I was thinking how grateful I am to be where I am in my life right now. The journey to get here was a long and challenging one, though. As many of you know, I went through a divorce years ago, and I have been on a mission to reinvent myself ever since. Going through divorce, even if it's a peaceful divorce like mine was, is not easy. Going through any major transition in life is not easy. Reinventing yourself is not easy. Starting over is not easy. Changing careers is not easy. Emptying the nest is not easy. But is all the stress, frustration, and dark days worth it? Hell yes, it is. Well, it's worth it if you make it worth it. Just like our guest said at the beginning of the show, the door opens when the divorce happens, and you have an opportunity to reinvent yourself. Some people take it, and some people do not. I hope you are one of the bold and brave ones that takes the opportunity to create a better life for yourself. I hope you create better relationships with your children, your friends, and your family. I hope you create a more fulfilling career. I hope you create more exciting adventures in your life. 
And this is my biggest hope of them all. I hope you create so much love and gratitude for yourself and your life. Why? Because you deserve it. You deserve to live a life that brings you joy, freedom, and love. Whether you're going through a divorce or not, today's guest will help you flip the negative into a positive and shift your perspective about going through changes in your life. I am so grateful and honored to have interviewed such a successful and incredible woman on my show. Everyone, brace yourselves because our guest is powerhouse NYC divorce attorney Marilyn Chinitz, who represents A list celebrities such as Tom Cruise, hello, Michael Douglas, and Wendy Williams. She's appeared as a guest on shows like Good Day New York, Dr. Drew, NBC's The Today Show, ABC News 2020, Inside Edition, HLN's Headline News, Hollywood Heat, and now here she is on the Midlife Makeover Show. Marilyn is frequently an expert legal source for high-profile print outlets like the New York Times and People Magazine. Marilyn is a formidable advocate for her clients, guiding them through some of the most challenging transitions in their lives. Please welcome the beautiful and miraculous Marilyn to the show. Enjoy. Marilyn Chinitz, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. I hope I said that correctly. We're going to talk about my favorite topic today. We're going to talk about divorce. Dun, dun, dun. But we're going to talk about the light of divorce and how to celebrate divorce and how to make it like the best thing that can happen to you. Because for me, it was one of the greatest things that happened to me because if it had not happened, actually, now that I think about it, I would not be sitting here in my RV (laughs) talking to you on the midlife makeover show. All of this would not have been created if I had not gotten a divorce. So I'm very grateful for it. It took yeah. a negative and you made it into a positive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So tell everyone a little bit more about you and how you got to be a divorce attorney. So I have been practicing for 41 years, started out first as a corporate litigator and got um, interested in, in marital law, matrimonial law, when I was asked to do a partner's divorce quietly. And I found that it was really interesting, number one, because we can get very personal and information gets uh, shared. Two, I was also struck by what possibilities, what solutions there are out there. Mm -hmm. So what the tax issues were, what the estate issues were, and uh, just the interpersonal dynamic was very attractive for me. So I shifted my career. And started doing matrimonial. And that firm that I left became my biggest referral base. And uh, and that was a great way to launch my practice. So and you've it, yeah, and you've represented some celebrities too. I did. I represented cool. Tom Cruise in his oh. divorce. I represented Michael Douglas in a lawsuit oh. that he had with DeAndre Doug- Douglas, which I happen to love him beyond words. Yeah. Uh, Wendy Williams, I represented. And so a lot of celebrities, but also some very interesting business people. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
hedge fund managers, private equity. Um, And so it's given me an opportunity to learn not only about people, but also about different investments and how do you distribute them and businesses and how do you just, you know, value those businesses. So it exposes you to so many different elements in matrimonial. uh, And of course, there's issues of custody. Yeah. So now, um, is there a common thread that you have found through all these divorces, something that's where what's underneath it all um, in regards to them divorcing and changing their lives? You know, I think that people divorce uh, for similar reasons. They lose Mm -hmm. interest with each other. They uh, financial reasons. Mm impact a marriage, um, infidelity impact mm-hmm. marriage. But I always think that when you no longer have anything in common, then inevitably you're going to seek out pleasure outside the marriage. Right. But I always look at, as opposed to what caused it, how do you fix it? Yes. And to me, that becomes the real issue. Do you litigate mm-hmm. or do you try to reach a settlement? Mm-hmm. And I Trying to negotiate a settlement is so much more important than litigating so that you take right. back control, take it away from a judge and make decisions. That doesn't always happen. And sometimes it takes a long time. Yeah. But to me, the fix it part is the really important part. Yeah. And and we were talking before we hit record. We talked a lot. We we're like, I have some good stuff in there. You I know. know. <laughs> but But a lot of it is about reinventing yourself about uh, making over your life and in discovering things about yourself that you would never know that if you had stayed in the marriage that you would have not discovered that about yourself. You would have been lost. Yeah. About the lady that had gotten a divorce and then she ended up becoming an artist and kind of like the, your, her husband was like poo-pooing on her, on her art. And she ended up like making a hundred thousand dollars on her artwork. So I think one thing is really interesting and very important. You have to feel very strong Mm -hmm. as a person Uh, because in, in abusive marriages, there's a spouse who's really pounded on the other spouse. So you lose your self-worth and you lose your value, but it's there. And I think sometimes what happens is when you get divorced, that value self-worth comes back mm-hmm. and that's the makeover aspect. Yeah. So I think discovering that you are a good person, that you have value, that you can do anything, um, the door opens when the divorce happens. And then all of a sudden you're independent now and you yeah. have the that opportunity. Some people take it and some people sadly don't take it. Mm -hmm. People that take it really create beautiful things out of their lives. They have better relationships with their children, with friends. Um, There's, you know, there's a lot of positivity in a negative situation. What, What are your thoughts, speaking of children, what are your thoughts about staying in the marriage for the children? Okay. So that's a very interesting thought. Uh, People think you're better off just staying in a miserable, unhappy marriage where there's so much toxicity, the kids are going to be better. That to me is just counterintuitive. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not promoting the divorce, but what right. I'm saying is raising children in that kind of environment has an indelible impression on them and it really creates bad relationships for them going forward. 
Yep, that's what I was going to say too. The divorce makes you a better parent mm-hmm. because you actually focus in on the children during the time that you have. So right. you don't take them for granted anymore that they're just there and I'll see them, you know, tuck them in for, de- for, for bed and then see you later. Now you have designated time and you're really going to showcase your parenting skills. Mm-hmm. And very often children benefit because the relationship becomes stronger with yes. both parents. Yep. Yeah. So you've taken that negative situation and now the kids understand that you, you may not be happy together, but right. they're your focus and you're giving a hundred percent to those kids when you're with them. Yeah. And that to me is really important. Yeah. And plus, I think it's also showing the children what relationships are about, that you're not Yes, the relationships do evolve. They do change and that's okay. Yeah. And that you're you're also showing the children like for future for them, you know, if they're in a relationship that they're not happy, you don't stay there. You, and if you get, yeah. If you have a daughter, you don't want your daughter seeing you constantly being abused yes. by words, not just physically, but by words, constantly yeah. being put down. Because that mm-hmm. is very damaging for a young girl growing up. And so the impact that living in a toxic home has cannot be underestimated. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of just staying together for the sake of the kids, because in the end, I think you really hurt the kids more than anything else. Yes. Yeah. And the other thing is, Mm -hmm. it gives you an opportunity to have a relationship with somebody who's really valuable, who Mm -hmm. values you, and then for the children to see that you are appreciated, that you're loved that you're cared for, yep. give them a lot of security. Mm-hmm, exactly. And, and children are entitled to have a sense of security and confidence. And being in a house that's constantly erupting oh. does not provide them with security. Yeah. And you know, too, and we talked about this as well, it's like shifting your perspective about divorce and that divorce doesn't mean an end. It's it's It can be a beginning. It's There is life after divorce. Definitely. Yeah. And, and I think it's something, you know, it you really, like, once you know what's going to happen, you have to just face it. Like, all right. I mean, even for me, when I look back, I'm like, okay, here we go again. That was my second divorce. And I was like, all right, like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to do this, I might as well make the best of this whole thing, right? And That's I started kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I started planning my life beyond my divorce, even before the divorce happened. Yeah. I was like, all right, let's let's have a well, great think life. about the fact that all of a sudden, not only your physical health improves, your yeah. mental health improves. Mm-hmm. Because not in that stressful environment that's creating so much anxiety for you. So yeah. if your health improves physically and mentally, it means that you can springboard to do other things because all of a sudden the doors open up. An yeah. idea comes, you know what, I could do that. Yeah. And so people do take advantage of that. And that's a very positive impact from removing yeah. yourself from a, an unhappy marriage. And mm-hmm. uh, see people all of a sudden their brain starts working. Oh, I can do this. I can do that. Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Created this whole new career for yourself. Right. Well, and the thing is, too, I think um, obviously the listeners are at midlife. Um, most of them are around 50. And 
and some people again would think like, oh my God, I'm divorcing in my fifties. Now what? Like, no, it's like, oh, now what? That's really what it is. Because if you think about it, also the difficulty, right? Because that wouldn't be fair. It is hard. Mm Yes. And I oh, yeah, have for to sure. recognize that it's hard and not everybody yep. has the mental stamina to say, oh, yep. I'm getting up and I'm moving. Yep. People really do suffer and they yep. suffer loneliness. They suffer mm-hmm. um, a, a sense of not being worthy. Yep. And there, and there, are, I always say there are solutions to every problem. There are solutions yep. to everything. When people are lonely, there are so mm-hmm. many opportunities for you to get out. Yep. Go with your girlfriends. Don't yeah. think about finding somebody. Go with your male friends. Yeah. There are there's theater, there's book, there's art. There's so many wonderful things to turn your brain on to. Yep. And so it, you just have to take that one step, yep. meet people, and then the doors begin to open. But I yep. do recognize that there's a fear factor. Oh, huge. I mean, for me, it took me, and I've shared on this show before, it's like at the same time I was getting a divorce, uh, my brother died, my dog died, my cat died. I sound like an old country song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I went into a massive depression, which I'm not like the typical, I'm not, don't right. normally get depressed, like right, can't get right. out of bed depressed. But I had to go through that through that whole midlife meltdown crisis, Correct. whatever, what you want to call it in order to get to the midlife awakening. Right. Okay. So, so I actually appreciate, it sounds crazy, but I so appreciate that dark, the darkest time in my life, because now I know I'm like, uh, uh-uh, we are not going back there. Well, you like, hit bottom. Yes. Like, oh yeah, for sure. You hit bottom, And then yep. you were smart enough to recognize, but I think mm-hmm. any good advisor that you have, and I think when you go through a divorce, you have to surround yourself with really good advisors. Yeah. Um, whether it's a therapist, whether it's the divorce lawyer that you build up a relationship with, I, I think you need to understand that there are people out there who are available to help, but you have yeah. to help yourself first. Yes. You can't yep. just expect to receive it from others. You have to motivate yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. And I always say, you know, I have literally, I'm going to show you, I have a book. I write down things to do every day. Yep. This is my book. This was Tuesday. <clears throat> Today is Wednesday. And I think if you organize yourself yeah. and give yourself a goal, this is what I want to mm-hmm. get done. It could be that day or that week. Mm-hmm. The satisfaction of checking it off. And it could be just calling a friend. Yep. <clears throat> it could be taking a course. Yes. That challenge is what's going to motivate you and ultimately allow you to take steps that provide so many great opportunities for you. I had a woman many years ago, I represented her husband and uh, they were not American. He was a very narcissistic guy. And I, I, I have to say I was a little hard on her. Mm. Um, she had affairs in the marriage. So I kind of went after her representing yep. my client. And in the end, we ended up settling. And she came to me a year later and she said, I want to thank you. You are responsible for my having now a career as a paralegal because I so admired you as a woman. And I was pregnant at the time and you were 
having, you know, you're going to have a child and you were unrelenting. Nothing was going to stop you. And I tried to, even though it was a negative in my life, I took that negative and I made a positive mm-hmm. and I wanted to come back to tell you the influence that you had on me. Mm. So I thought that was so interesting for so wow. And she was an intelligent woman, smart enough to know that she's capable of making something out of her life. Yes. The negative. And, and she actually became not only a paralegal, she worked for one of the top law firms in New York. And so over the years, I have heard from her and she's done great stuff. But it, it was an interesting story. I'm sad that I went after her, but it actually was what propelled it her. It helped her. Yeah. And, um, and I think you have to understand that there are going to be ups and downs and bumps. You're going to take a punch in the stomach, but you've yeah. got to keep getting up. Yeah, move on in life. And I love that you said that. It's just taking a little step here, a little step there, having like the tiniest. I'm all about that. Just even if it's the tiniest of goal of like, you know what? Tomorrow I'm actually going to get out of bed. Like that's my goal. Like if you're, it can be the smallest thing. Yes, I'm going to take a walk today. Like okay, great. It and it doesn't matter. It's just anything that's going to move you. Forward. forward the tiniest yeah. of steps and lit, you know little by little like what is the saying little by little step by step you get there right and once you, before you know it then all of a sudden you're like oh wow my life is changing because I'm taking another step and another step it's and, true I yeah. think that you open yourself to more adventures you know mm-hmm. it may be that you haven't traveled it right. may be that you've never gone out of the country yeah yep. and now there's a there's an organization or an art program that you want to go to in Paris, you have that opportunity. It's not big. It's something that you can do. And so I think the opportunity abounds. I think the person has to really challenge themselves. Yeah. And I like that book. I like that concept of writing my things to do list. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be 68 and I'm still doing that. (laughs) But it's what motivates me. Okay, I want to do this and I want to do that. Yeah. And I think if I can impart some wisdom, you're going to have to challenge yourself if you want to make a difference in your life. Yeah. And so it yeah. doesn't have to be a big challenge. It can be a small one. You will start building it up yeah. until all of a sudden you find yourself in a place that you can be really proud of. Right. Um, yeah, I, very well I, said. I it's a great thing. Yeah. And you know what, too, in regards to midlife, most most likely we're we're at empty nest and all the I mean, what a great time if you're getting a divorce at midlife. It's so much better, I think, because then you're it's you getting to decide for you what you want. Right. And going after that without having to consult with everyone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I want to take an art class or get older, we realize life is short. Yes. Oh my gosh. Very, very quickly. Do you want to wake up every morning feeling miserably unhappy? Right. Not looking forward to the day. Yep. But being in your beautiful home, driving your beautiful car. Right. Going to your gorgeous country club. Who needs it? Yeah. You know, it's like, no, you want to wake up and you say, I want to do something that I want to do. That's really fun. That's yes. giving some purpose. Also, I, it, it allows people to become financially savvy and smart. 
Yes. Because now you're not relying on somebody to write that check. You yep. all of a sudden are looking into, well, what's the best interest rate that I'm getting? And mm-hmm. what's the best investment that I can make? And what's the return mm-hmm. on this? And do I really need to spend money on that? Right. When I spend on this, I'm going to enjoy it more. I, I think, you know, getting that back mm-hmm. in your life is is empowering. I think it's yeah, terrific. Yeah, exactly. So not that there are so many things to look forward to when you're divorced. That's not my, what I'm saying. I'm saying that you can open up a life that you haven't had. Yes, you're exactly right. Yep, you're exactly right. And again, yeah, there's life after divorce. And yes, you'll have to go through it. Yes, it's going to get, it, it can be nasty. You know, I mean, that's also. Right, you miss just the yep. physical presence, even though it's a crappy one. You yep. miss that person. You miss going to mm-hmm. parties together. You miss being yep. invited. And, and that's normal, but it will change. Yeah. I was going to say too, I mean, one thing that I noticed even for me, like some of the mutual friends that we had, you know, you had your couples that you would go out with and, and then all of a sudden those relationships start to change because we're like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to be friends with her because then, then he might get pissed or whatever. So a lot of your relationships you know, your friendships change through the divorce. Well, I think that it's a good opening for the fact yep. that we weren't really good friends. You know, exactly. I if, I got, <laughs> if I got somebody out of my life, it's because they gave me the scissor. Yeah. So I think the reality is that when you have a really good friend, yep. um, you're there. And exactly. You realize who your up, friends are. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you, if you wake up and you say, well, they haven't called me, they don't invite me. Yep. Move on. They're not your friend. Yep. And yep. so you don't want to be surrounded with people like that. You're going to have eye openers. You're going to have yeah. bad encounters. Mm-hmm. But you embrace them. You learn from them. And then you pick up and you move on to better things. Yeah. So yeah. Better friendships, better people. Yeah. And I think there's almost kind of this like messy middle, if you will, after a divorce where there is that like you're still you you almost have one foot in the last chapter and you you're trying to put your the other foot in the next chapter. But it's, you know, men kind of, have an easier time. They yeah, just do. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, for obvious reasons, number one. Yeah. Hold on, I'm trying to tell this client that I can't talk to him right now. Um, <laughs> Is that t- if it's Tom Cruise, you can answer. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you something very funny. The night that we settled his case, we were, all the lawyers were on the phone and we had to all say, yes, we agree to the terms, right? So we all did and we hung up. We knew the deal was done. The next day, the agreement was signed. That evening, the phone rang at midnight. And my husband answered the phone and he said, hello. And he said, uh, hi, this is Tom Cruise. Is Marilyn there? And, and, you know, my husband was smart enough. I jumped. He said, he puts it on, on mute. He said, it's Tom Cruise. I jumped out of bed and instinctively I go to put lipstick on. <laughs> they go, hello? <laughs> well, let me, let me get myself together yeah, here. Let me yes, get myself Tom. organized. But I was going, I was saying that men have an easier time. Number one, for the most part, they're involved in their work and their business. So they focus in on that, right? So that's a big deal because they have something to focus in on to divert their attention. Number two, unfortunately, there happen to be 
more single women than single men. Mm-hmm. So they immediately get access to the dating scene. Yeah. But so what? Yeah. And you can create your opportunities. It only takes one nice person to meet. Not a hundred, just one. You're right. Yep, exactly. So I think that if you are smart and your patience, there's nothing more admirable and respectful than meeting a woman who has transformed her life and is now a superstar businesswoman, Mm -hmm. uh, a magazine. I I know somebody who, you know, bought a magazine in, in the food industry and has been very, very successful. A woman who's now a CEO of a of a major apparel company. Yes. The greatest stories. Those yep. are the women that you want to emulate. Those are the people, whether you're a man or a woman, that are deserving of your respect. Yeah, you're so, so right. Yeah, one of the greatest things I did was get a divorce and marry myself. And beautifully yeah. said, right? Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like when I came out of the divorce, I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm just not. I wasn't against dating or I I just had a feeling I was like, I'm going to find someone. I'm like, I mean, my God, the world is full of wonderful people, wonderful men. I'll find someone. Right. But for now, I'm going to concentrate on Wendy because after raising three kids had, you know, you know, a couple of marriages and did the whole thing, running businesses. I was like, you know what? Like, I want to do this for you this time, girl. And we're just going to hang out and have fun. You look way and, too young to have raised three kids. Oh, gosh. Thank you. Yeah. My yeah. oldest is 31. What? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just act like a kid, Marilyn. I oh mean, my that's... God. Okay. You must have had that child at like 16 or something. Actually, I was not. I was 19 when I had him. So, yeah, I've, I just I turned 50 in November. So, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Great. But, and you, and you. you have the best attitude. And that's thank you. That's everything. You know, it's a choice, right? That's a choice. And when you when you walk, I'm very observant. I Mm -hmm. I watch people's movements. I can tell what their personality is like because body language is so expressive, right? Yeah. When you see someone looking very insecure and an attractive look. Yeah, I know. I I always feel, you know, that that little doll that you turn the key and you get up in the morning and they stand up and you go out. Yeah. You present as a powerhouse. And even if you don't feel it, 99 of the people, 99% of the population don't feel it. There's that whole imposter syndrome, right? Yes. Yeah. How you project, ultimately, the way you project is ultimately going to be the way you really feel. It's true. Yeah. You're so right. Initially, and then it really does happen. Yeah, you're so right. So how does someone find an awesome attorney like you to represent them in a divorce? It's all word of mouth. I mean, I'm very, very, um, I'm very involved with my clients. I'm very Mm -hmm. hands-on. So I don't delegate their case. Yeah. Um, I'm the person that's going to negotiate for them. I'm the person that's going to go to court, but I don't look mm. at the financial documents and start tracing because you don't need to spend money on, on, on me for that. They're right. really good qualified people, but I do make it a point of making sure mm. that my clients know they have me 24 yes. seven and my phone is always next to me. Yeah, per yeah, per the for Tom Cruise even. 
everyone. Um, and then what happens is you develop relationships with people. The people that I've divorced five years, 10 years um, are still people that I stay in contact with. And I've helped them navigate introductions for business people, for purchase of real estate, of tax issues, et cetera. It's a relationship that you develop. Critically yeah. important. It's all about being in the right hands. And yeah. so you have to vet out that person. Do you have a good instinct about them? Do you feel mm-hmm. that they're really there for you? Do you feel that they're they're that they're really looking after your interests more than anything? Mm-hmm. I like to settle cases where I can. To me, mm-hmm. everybody benefits. Right. And I can't tell you the number of times where I've I've told a client, uh, you know what, representing the man, pay her a little more. Mm-hmm. Because if you can settle by paying her that small additional amount and yep. then having this over. Yes, exactly. And and no matter what, each and every time, and I'm not giving away their money. I'm just telling mm-hmm. them to make a smart business choice. Right. Each and every time, a year later or two years later, they'll come back and say, that's the best advice you gave me. Because yep. otherwise I would have been entangled in that horrible litigation over what? Yeah. Exactly. I I spent on legal fees for her, for me and the, and the, and the drama. And so I think you need to make sure that you're with an attorney who is wise, gives you sage advice, Mm -hmm. um, who's savvy in business, who can understand, you know, tax implications, et cetera, or how you can structure something so that you can avoid taxes. Um, Legally, obviously, right? There are so many yep. different ways to structure a deal and you want to be intelligent about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Divorce can be such a challenging thing to go through. So why not choose an attorney that's going to be the best for you to get you through that and not just to survive it, but to thrive through it? Yeah. And and yeah. anybody that you meet in life, you want to go mm-hmm. to the best person. You want right. to go to the best doctor. You want to go to the best therapist. You want yeah. to go to the best hairdresser. You want to go to the best whatever. Of course. And you have, yes. <laughs> and you have, yeah. you have, to, I always think, yeah. don't just speak to one person, speak to three people. Yeah. With choices so that you can evaluate who you like, what you liked about that person. It's an intelligent decision that you're going to have to make. Sometimes yeah. you end up not making the right decision. Nothing's forever. You can change mm-hmm. a lawyer. You can get yeah. another lawyer. Um, nobody thinks badly of you. And um, and that's it. So do you only practice in New York? So I, I practice in New York and I have some California cases that I, I get admitted on a pro hoc beachy basis. Mm-hmm. So being a partner at Blank Rome gives me many advantages because we have mm-hmm. many offices, I think 12 or 13 at this point. Wow. Across the country. So if I bring in a case, for example, in California, I have my partners in California that will co-counsel with me. Gotcha. And that's been tremendously advantageous. And it's important to have people, boots on the ground, no matter where you are. You don't want to be a fish out of water. So yeah. it's important, even if I take another case, that I have my connections. But I'm a very good strategist. I know how to look at a case and analyze it in a settlement mode. And yes. so it's it's not uncommon for a client to call me and say, well, can you co-counsel with this lawyer? And the answer mm-hmm. is yes. Okay. Um, but I am primarily in New York. Um, I will take cases in Connecticut uh, where I live. And mm-hmm. uh, 
I'll have to come see you in the RV. Are you kidding? You're going to give me a ride in that thing. I know. Well, we're going to pull up to the country club in the RV. I've never been in one. I've never been in one. And oh my God, they're so much fun. Dream for my husband and I, I am married 37 years. Oh, nice. Uh, to take one, go cross country with the kids. It would be the coolest thing. It is so much fun. Yeah. It is so such a blast. Train when we meet in person. Yes. Yeah. It, you almost feel like you're a kid when you're in it, you know? Well, it's well, I mean, you know, I like biking, as I mentioned to you yep. before. Um, I biked in Europe with a group of matrimonial judges and lawyers. We've been doing it for several years. We did it in Portugal in October because there's so much to see. I know. And you miss it if you're not looking. And that's right. true in life. You yep. miss it if you're not looking. Yeah, but, you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, you know, for, for those that are out there getting a divorce and starting over, oh my God, there's so much to see, so much to experience. And there it is. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I, now I've, I've got the travel bug. I'm like, oh my God, I got oh, to more. more. Yep. And, you know, I know friends and also clients who travel by themselves yes. and they end up meeting so many people and yep. have created such great relationships. Yes. I think you, just, you have to challenge yourself. Yeah. You don't have to do it every day, but, yeah. you know, take that step. And, and, yeah, I'm glad you said that because we were talking before about sometimes you'll you'll lose some friendships through a divorce, but my gosh, you'll gain so many more new ones. Yeah, and and it'll be a different type of friendship, you know, because you'll ha- you'll you'll know yourself more. You'll know what's important to you. You don't have even some of those friendships, and they probably needed to dissolve, right? Right, so, and yeah. sometimes you don't always look at them with clear eyes. You're used to right. that relationship that relationship clearly was not a good one because if friends yeah you know if you start to separate for a reason because you're getting a divorce they weren't really glued to you and their interests were not yours and so what a great opportunity for you to meet new people that you find yourself with in a way it's a gift yeah and you're you're a gift you're you're such a beautiful woman I I really I was looking forward to this interview No, you're great. You make it very, very easy and you're fun. And I can't wait to meet you in person. (laughs) Yes. And hopefully I have a book coming out at the end of this year about how to reinvent yourself at midlife. Very interesting. That's great. Yes. Yeah. Let me know because I'm going to read it. Yeah. I know. It's good. I love it. So where, go ahead. I was going to say, I think you're an inspiration. I really oh, are. Thank you. I think it's, it's just looking at you visually beautiful, doing your oh. thing, opening up so many opportunities for people. I think you are inspirational. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. So where can we find you? So I'm a partner at Blank Row mm-hmm. and uh, in the New York office. And all you have to do is go on, on their website and you'll find yep. me there. Yes. You'll see her pretty face on there. <laughs> Love it. Uh, thank you so much. And keep Wendy, in touch. So great. Yes, definitely. You too. I really like you. Thank, uh, you. thank you. All, All right. right. Have a good one, we'll everyone. Okay. Bye. And now for the nuggets of midlife wisdom from today's show. Number one, in abusive marriages, you can lose your self-worth and your value. But when you get divorced, your value and self-worth can come back. That is the makeover aspect. Number two, the door opens when the divorce happens and you have an opportunity to reinvent yourself. 
Some people take it and some people do not. I hope you are one of them that takes that opportunity. Number three, the impact of your children living in a toxic home cannot be underestimated. Wendy and Marilyn both are not a fan of staying in the marriage for the sake of the children. In the end, you hurt the children more than anything else. Number four, it's important for you to reach out to others through your divorce for love, help, and support. But you also need to help yourself. As challenging as it may be, you need to motivate yourself. Organize yourself, make small goals, and by checking off those goals, it will help you feel stronger and more successful. Number five, divorce is an opportunity for you to become financially savvy and smart because now you're not relying on someone to write that check. Number six, you will have some bad encounters in divorce, but you embrace them, you learn from them, and then you pick up and move on to better things. Number seven, Find an attorney that is wise, can give you sage advice, and who is savvy in business. Find someone like Marilyn. (laughs) Number eight, there is so much to see in life, and you will miss it if you're not looking. I totally agree. All right, you guys, was I right or was I right about Marilyn being an incredible woman? Marilyn, I can't wait to meet you one day. We'll have to take an RV trip with Tom Cruise, of course. Wouldn't that be cool? All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. I will chat with you on Thursday when I arrive in Yellowstone. Oh, my gosh. Have a great day. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change, or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, You can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.